Okay, Many Cones time again. Today I recap chapters 15 to 18 of Many Cones by Steve Listina. I want to start this week's recap with a story about my son's introduction to Mr. Listina. For some reason, my son decided to memorize a significant portion of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. He was in grade school, and we met the Listinas out for dinner. As we goaded my son to recite all that he had learned, Mr. Listina looked up from his liver and onions and recited the poem word for word with him. We were all amazed at this unlikely duo of poetry aficionados. It is a moment in time that I will never forget. Okay, now the connection to the book. Mr. Listina, like some of the important characters in Many Cones, was someone much different than he may have appeared on the surface. Chapter 15 starts with Richard Sparn packing up the shotguns. He goes to pick up Ricardo, passing through the party in Ricardo's neighborhood. They pick up a third person who is a friend of Ricardo's. From there, they head to Zola's to carry out Albert Moffat's orders to send a message. Richard Sparn takes the lead in the plan. The three teens enter the building and begin shooting patrons. Ricardo yells, Maricon, and begins shooting. His friend follows his lead, but does not shoot anyone. Four people are killed. They don't notice an unattended drink at the bar. They return to the car, clean up, and leave. The unnoticed patron had been in the bathroom. His name was Donald Recker. He immediately calls the police, and once he has done that, he walks outside to cry. Chapter 16 brings us back to Ray Grandisha still reviewing the case when the call comes in about the massacre at Zola's. He called in everyone but Margie and Crowder to meet at the scene. Ray finds Mr. Recker and speaks with him briefly. He then goes into the bar and takes in the carnage while he gives instructions to the team. John Lupico meets him at the scene as well, and they discuss that this could be related to the Donis murders. As they walk through, they recreate the likely series of events that happened. Grandisha goes back out to talk to Decker. He gets the details of who was there, and then Record describes what he heard. He learns about one of the attackers yelling something like a war cry that sounded like many cones. After a few more details are shared, he leaves Donald Recker. He re-enters the scene and realizes that one of the men executed was Jason Grank, Margie's husband. Chapter 17 opens with Margie at home crying, waiting for her husband. She had spent the night preparing to seduce her husband. While she waited, she finished off an entire bottle of wine. Her anger had built over an evening of waiting. Eventually, Ray Grandisha shows up at her front door. He enters Margie's home and tells her what happened to her husband. Margie reacts by demanding sex from Grandisha before dealing with her emotions. Grandisha resists her suggestions, but eventually gives in. Chapter 18 starts with Spartan Morales dropping off the third kid. Moffat is again watching evangelical preachers with his wife. He feels now that he is receiving messages from the preachers in a way only he could. Sparn shows up to return the shotgun and confirm that Zola's had been taken care of. Moffat then asks Sparn to take on a larger role. Sparn is overjoyed. He returns home, but forgets to remove the other shotguns from his trunk. Meanwhile, Grandisha returns to the station, which is abuzz with activity. After some time, Margie walks in and is consoled by everyone, including Ray. Crowder is at another bar with other racist cops and is told about Margie's husband. Margie goes to her sister's home and finally crashes to bed. Rosita Morales returns from her job cleaning and greets her son. 
Grandisha goes home to find Carol Lombard in his bed. Even the Pranets have their first restful night of sleep. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of Many Cones.